everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I'm your host, Wilhelmina, and I am a few episodes into the beginning of my new season. With new topics of discussion, deriving from my book that I've written over the years, Signs of Having Demonic Spirits Right in Your Back, and today's topic is, Your Engagement Leads You to Your Lifetime of Promise. This self-help episode is presented to encourage, uplift, and help you perceive your beliefs about who you are with guidance in making conscious decisions and taking accountability for the choices you make and how it affects others around you. Also, it is a healing process in hope of finding love, joy, peace, and confidence in knowing who you are through your beliefs in Jesus. I pray that you will be blessed and inspired to apply this self-help to your life. First thought to ponder. Another year has gone by. Have you searched the scriptures to see where your heart's anchored? Another thought to take into consideration is what am I engaged to and where is it taking me in one of my Facebook postings a couple of years ago I remember God speaking to me about us needing to stop pause and check our status more of our walk with him to keep us conscious minded that our adversary wishes to sift us as wheat. You're probably wondering, how does he sift us as wheat? Think about this. Every time we bow down or give in to sin and or choose to do something we shouldn't be doing is a rebellion against what God says. We always get this uncomfortable feeling before we actually do it. So rebellion is going in the opposite direction of or turning away from God. Rebellion is sin and there is no other way of putting it but that it is obvious you may be having a demonic spirit right in your back. It is the enemy's way of slowly stripping us of our identity and shaping us into an unknown character to be portrayed as. And who knows what that'll be until it's too late. Your character is of greater importance to him and therefore it should be of greater importance to you. If he could change our character, he could delay us from reaching our full potential in who we are to become and from reaching our final destiny. So now I present to you your first and second checkpoints, food for thought. Checkpoint test one, where is your heart anchored? You will find in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. 
Lay not up yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And we will find in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. If you really think about what the scriptures is saying, is that setting your mind on things that are here physically are of no importance. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. So therefore, believers don't set their affections, the desires and stuff on what is here on the earth because these things are only temporary. But we set our affections and our desires on what is permanent, everlasting, which is in the spirit realm. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. This is found in Colossians. Again, I'm saying this is found in chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. These are the things which shapes us into prosperity. On the other hand, the adversary tries to fill our hearts with deception as found in these scriptures. The pride of thine heart hath deceived thee. Thou that dwellest in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, that set in his heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? This is found in Obadiah chapter 1, verse 3. It sounds like from that verse, that is, um, is pride, the pride of man. Men's hearts filling them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken this scripture is found in Luke 21 26 this is still a checkpoint test only a checkpoint test for those who are professing to be called into his kingdom and also to the sinners not of intelligence but of character to see if you're where God wants you to be. Checkpoint two. Do you have a good or evil eye? What well, says the scripture? That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. Ephesians 3 and chapter 17. So, when I'm, ta- I'm asking about do you have a good or evil eye is through what you see and your actions producing love or hate.
Now is the time to re-examine your motives behind everything that you do to see if it is of the flesh or is it of God. There are other chapters I will give to you. You have to do your research, which is Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 to 23, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, 1 John second chapter, verse 15 through 17, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. Philippians chapter 3, verse 3 through 9. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Search these scriptures and you will find where your heart is anchored. My prayer for you is that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye be rooted and grounded in his love. Ephesians chapter 3, 17 again. If you are uncertain about your walk with God or have not gotten an opportunity to learn more about having a relationship with God, now is the opportunity to establish a relationship with God. Take this opportunity right now. Reflecting on your past, if you have gotten an opportunity to be in a personal relationship with God and are now experiencing any demonic spiritual warfare and have become distant with your spiritual walk with God, now is your moment to draw close to him through repentance and asking God to forgive you of your backslidden ways. Reconnect with God and stay connected by receiving the Holy Spirit, following in the footsteps of Jesus and living a lifestyle pleasing unto God. If you haven't accepted Jesus or don't know him as your savior i'm extending this invitation at this moment to you romans chapter 10 verse 9 says if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god raised jesus from the dead you shall be saved can you say lord jesus let's pray lord jesus forgive me for all my sins i repent for my ways Wash me in your blood and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe that you died on the cross, were buried, and on the third day, God, the Father, raised you from the dead. Right now, Lord Jesus, I open the door to my heart and I receive you into my heart as my Lord and personal Savior. According to that prayer, you just prayed. Where is the Lord Jesus now? Also, I would like to share with you 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Meaning that greater is Jesus' spirit, which is the Holy Spirit living inside of you than whatever evil this world has to offer. The next step is receiving the Holy Spirit. You may be thinking, what is the Holy Spirit and how can I receive it? The Holy Spirit is God's Spirit sent from heaven as a comforter here on earth. It has been given to us by Jesus as a way of staying connected with God, sustaining our well-being, 
and to use as a compass, guide, and instructions in helping mankind in being reconciled back to God. You can receive the Holy Spirit through prayer and by asking God to fill you with His presence, which is His Spirit. This could be found in Scripture on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, 38. Because we are a spirit being transported in a body, it is a necessity that we be filled with the Holy Spirit. It is our way of staying connected to God. Metaphorically speaking, God is the main source. Having no spiritual connection with God is like having a TV without a picture tube to view on the screen or a car battery without battery juice to get started. Get wired up and stay connected to the main source. In other words, completing the equation, believing plus water baptism plus Holy Spirit is your engagement which will lead you to your lifetime of promises. I am leaving you with this last thought to ponder. If you're not living the life that God has intended for you, now is the time to ask the questions. Ask God questions. What is it that you need to do for you to be able to live the life that he has for you? Then, you're living beneath your privileges. This concludes our episode for today. Thank you for listening to this episode. Your host, Wilhelmina. Have a blessed, prosperous, and productive day.